And now put your minds on an image of the Buddha. The classical way to consider the Buddha is the nine qualities of the Buddha. And that is the um, chant that is Itipiso Bhagava Araham Sama Sambudo Vija Karana Sudato Lukavido Anutro Pariso Dhammasarati Sata Deva Manusman Budo Bhagavati. So what does this mean? So here is a translation in the Pali of this this phrase, this chant. So the Araham, this is a perfect and worthy of homage. I want you to see the Buddha in your mind and to envision these qualities about him. The second one is Sama Sambuddha. Fully, perfectly self-awakened. Vijakaranosampano, endowed with knowledge and good conduct. Sujato, well done, well spoken. Lokavidu, knower of the worlds. Nutro Parisadama Sarati, peerless trainer of the ones able to be trained. Satyadeva Manusman, teacher of gods and men. Thirty-two marks of the great man. There are thirty-two marks of a great man. I'll tell you what the marks are and then what they actually mean, what they represent. The first mark is flat soles of the feet. The Buddha is immovable in his upholding of the precepts and his mind of giving. His mind is like Mount Sumeru in abiding the true word. The next mark is a thousand spokes. The Buddha fittingly offers things to his parents, the honored ones, elders, and animals. He has long fingers, long heels, Square and upright body. The 
Buddha takes joy in non-harming and non-stealing and is pleased regarding his parents, honored ones, and teachers. His toe membrane, like that of a great royal swan. The Buddha practices the four ways of guiding, giving, friendliness, good actions, transforming himself, and coexisting with them as the beings themselves and takes in beings. These are the ways that he guides other beings. He has soft hands and feet. The Buddha, when his parents, teachers, and elders are ill, himself washes and wipes, holds and rubs their limbs. His joints and ankles, fully fleshed skin, flows in one direction. The Buddha upholds the precepts and listens to the sermons and knows no end of giving. His ankles are like that of a deer king. The Buddha single-mindedly gives ear to Dharma and expounds the right teaching. His body is rounded and perfect. It's like the Negrota tree, fingers reaching the knee when hand is stretched down. The Buddha acquires no harming mind, is satisfied with his food and drink, and with giving, and attends to illness and dispenses medicine. The genital organ lies hidden. The Buddha, the Buddha, when he sees a person in fear, extends help to that person. And when he sees a person without any footgear, gives him clothing. He has delicately soft skin body hair. His hair turns to the right side. The Buddha readily befriends wise men, segregating himself from the ignorant. He takes pleasure in exchanging views and sweeps the path along which he walks. Body shines brightly in a golden color and light. The Buddha always gives men clothing, food, and drink, medicine, incense, and flowers, and lights. He is full and right set, firm, in the seven places of the body. The Buddha gives, does not grudge at things, hang or hang on to whatever is rare and easily parts with such. He makes no distinction between a field of zeal or a non-field of zeal. The recipient of Dhamma, charity, is likened by a field. The recipient of Dana charity is likened to a field cultivating which one's blessings and virtues increase. The boneless parts of the body are full. The Buddha seeks wealth lawfully and gives this away to others. 
Buddha has 40 teeth, which are white and pure, well-balanced and delicate. The Buddha segregates himself from double tongue, two-facedness, from ill-speaking and an angry mind. He has a two-fanged face. The Buddha practices great loving kindness towards beings. He has the cheeks of a lion. The Buddha takes this vow, any may come and ask, and I shall give as they desire to have. His taste that is the mid-upper, taste that is the mid-upper. The Buddha gives whatever kind of food beings desire to have. He has a large and long tongue, symbolic expression referring to his great powers or his great prow prowess in oratory. The Buddha exerts himself in the 10 good deeds and thereby teaches others. He has the quote, Buddha voice. The Buddha does not speak ill of the shortcomings of others and does not slander wonderful Dhamma. He has blue or deep black tone of the eyes. The Buddha sees all enmities and gains a pleasant, happy mind. And lastly, he has a white tuft of hair on the brow. This represents that he does not conceal the virtues of others, but praises the good which they have. These are the 32 marks of the Buddha and what they mean. Now there are 80 minor marks and we won't go through all of them, we'll go through a few. There's no description of them, they're just simply the marks. He has a beautiful gait like that of a swan. He has a majestic gait like that of a royal ox. His feet are of equal length fingernails and toenails are slightly upturned at the tip. His fingernails and toenails have a rosy tint. He has beautiful fingers and toes. His right foot leads when walking. His knees have no protruding kneecaps. He has the demeanor of a great man. His thighs are rounded like banana sheaves. His two arms are shaped like an elephant's trunk. The lines on the palms of his hands have a rosy tint. His skin is thick or thin as it should be. His skin is unwrinkled. His body is spotless and without lumps. His body is absolutely free of impurities. He has the strength of 1,000 Kuroi elephants or 100,000 Kuroi men. He has a protruding nose. His nose is well proportioned. His upper and lower lips are equal in size and have a rosy tint. 
His face is long and beautiful. His five sense organs are unblemished. His cheeks are radiant. The lines on his palms are deep. Lines on his palms are long. The lines on his palms are straight. The lines on his palms have a rosy tint. His body emanates a halo of light extending around him for two meters. The five nerves of his eyes are unblemished. He has a rounded tongue. His top knot is like a crown. His forehead is rounded and beautiful. His eyebrows are arched like a bow. His skin is fine throughout his body. His whole body has abundant signs of good fortune. His body is always radiant. His, all, his body is always refreshed like a lotus flower. His body ex is exquisitely sensitive to touch. His body has the scent of sandalwood. His body hair is consistent in length. He has fine bodily hair. His breath is always fine. His mouth always has a beautiful smile. His mouth has the scent of a lotus flower. His hair has the color of a dark shadow. His hair is strongly scented. His hair has the scent of a white lotus. He has curled hair. His hair does not turn gray. He has fine hair. His hair is untangled. His hair has long curls. And the last, he has a top knot, as if crowned with a royal flower garland. And these are some of the 80 minor marks. Now let's come to contemplate the itty powers of the Buddha. There are eight itty powers. He can replicate and project bodily images of himself. He can make himself invisible. He can pass through solid objects. He can sink 
into solid ground. He can walk on water. He can fly. He can touch the sun and moon with one's hand. He can ascend to the world of the god Brahma in the highest heavens. And according to the Idipada Vibhanga Sutta, there are more powers. There are, these are the powers that he has. Having been one, he becomes many. Having been many, he becomes one. He appears, he vanishes. He goes unimpeded through walls and ramparts and mountains as if through space. He dives in and out of the earth as if it were water. He walks on water without sinking as if it were dry land. Sitting cross-legged, he flies through the air like a winged bird. With his hand, he touches and strokes even the sun and the moon, so mighty and powerful. He exercises influence with his body even as far as the Brahma worlds. In the great book of disciples of the Buddha by Yanapanakatera and Helmuth Hecker, there are several additional powers described. The divine eye, clairvoyance. This power allows one to see beings in other realms and see the future. He has the divine ear, the clairaudience, can hear other beings in other realms. He can travel by a mind-made body, just like astral travel. He can travel with the physical body to other realms. He has telekinesis or super supernormal locomotion. He can fly. He has the power of transformation. The ability to replicate one's body. He can penetrate others' minds. He can know what they think and what they feel. He can pass through solid objects. He can dive in and out of the earth as if through water. He can recollect his past lives. Some would call this a power, some would call it true knowledge. And these are the marks and the qualities of the Buddha. Araham, perfect and worthy of homage. 
Samasambuddha, fully, perfectly self-awakened. Vijarakarana Sampanu, endowed with knowledge and good conduct. Sujato, well done, well spoken. Ukavido, knower of the world and worlds. Anutro Parisa Damasarati, peerless trainer of the ones able to be trained. Satadeva Manasamana, teacher of gods and men. Budo, awakened and showing the path to awakening. Bhagavati, blessed. Having faith in the Buddha leads to great merit. May all beings be happy. May all beings be full of faith for the Buddha.